Welcome to the Nifty Podcast presented by Partyfish Media, a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all over the world. Film starts here at Nifty 2022 in Seattle, Washington. Hi everybody, my name is Robert Bohorkas. I am one of the programmers for Nifty 2022. Um, I program the experimentals, and this was one of the films that I had the pleasure of screening and um, accepting to the festival. Um, and so we're here with the uh, director of These Games We Play, which played in our Breaking the Mold screening, which was one of our two experimental screenings this year. And um, so yeah, Mike, do you want to introduce yourself here? Uh, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Mike Klubeck, and I'm a film director, and I had directed uh, These Games We Play, which just played in Nifty this weekend. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. It was a good screening, good Q&A after. Yeah. Um, and so I'm curious, uh, for folks that uh, maybe haven't seen it yet, um, mm-hmm. can you tell us like a little bit of just like a synopsis logline of the film? Sure. Uh, so I have, it's like interesting whenever I'm asked this about this film, because mm-hmm. the film kind of relies on one reveal yeah. that kind of like gives away what it actually is about. Um, so the log line I have um, is just kind of like uh, a man travels across New York City at night um, or a man goes on a quest to, uh, across New York at night, one that could risk tearing his fantastical life apart. And it's just like kind of an experimental film uh, mm-hmm. that when you watch it, it kind of just like you get it. But it's like I always I like without people seeing it, I there's not really much to say except for kind right, of just like right. a broad. You don't want to give it away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so but it's like there's dance and it's experimental and it's kind of it's cool. So yeah. Um, and so I'm curious, like where the where the inspiration for the film came from. And I mean, and I kind of assume there's like because there's kind of two different styles here, looks and mm-hmm. just vibes. So I'm curious, just like how the marriage of that came about and just how yeah where did it all come from yeah and i'm, I'm just i'll just talk about the film now um yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fine um <laughs> it kind of uh so it really just like started um as i wanted to do kind of like how people do spec commercials like right. where you they just like kind of create a commercial for a brand even though they didn't get permission from the yeah, brand yeah. it's just kind of like to practice their commercial acting skills i wanted to do that with a music video because i just wanted to like I had, like, done music videos that I, uh, you know, wasn't that passionate about at a certain point, and I wanted to kind of just, like, do one for a song that I loved. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just figured I would do, like, the spec music video and, like, not really do anything with it, just kind of, like, make it for me and put it on Vimeo. Vimeo. And then I uh, was looking for a song to use, and I came across Enola Gay, uh, which I had heard before. Uh, I already knew the song. And I decided to pick that song. Uh, one of the big reasons I decided to pick it was because I had contacts with the band already. Sure. So I knew that I could get the licensing for it. So then once I knew I had the licensing for the song and I could actually like make something that I could submit to festivals with this as opposed to just like something I put online, yeah. um, then I was like, okay, I'll, I want to go beyond just like a music video and kind of make it into a bigger, like short experimental piece. Right. Um, where there's like a narrative through line. Yeah, right? where there's like a narrative through line because like narrative directing is what I like love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I always want to do. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to kind of incorporate that. And then the inspiration between, uh, it, it kind of also just like came as like a conglomerate of a bunch of different things I wanted to experiment with. Uh, I wanted to shoot on 16, uh, oh, but yeah. I also was like really at the time like into musicals and just like loving the aesthetic and the look of that. So there was like different things I wanted to play around with that kind of went into this inspiration for like creating like two different worlds that I can play with, with two yeah, different kinds yeah. of styles. And the basis for like the, uh, what the film is about and 
kind of where it broke down into like these two different worlds is it really came from the song, um, uh-huh. which the song, the meaning behind the song, um, Enola Gay was the aircraft that dropped the bombs on Hiroshima. Um, that was the name of the aircraft. Um, and the song came out in the 80s and it was like an anti-war song yeah. um, during like the Cold War. But at, uh, when it came out, it kind of, you know, it's a, this very poppy song and mm-hmm. it was like a big dance song. Like people love to kind of like party to it. So the idea that there is this like fun uh, kind of like thing that you are, everyone's enjoying on the outside of this, but then there's like a deeper meaning and like something else that's like darker Ooh, yeah. on the underlying side of it. Uh, that kind of became the basis for me wanting to kind of like split this world and kind of like have this character go through a very similar thing where one world he's living is very fantastical and it's very dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what the song kind of feels like when you listen to it. But with like this, you know, underlying thing that is kind of like rumbling under the surface of like yeah. the true meaning of what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like breaking that down uh, was really just like the basis to finding this story and yeah. everything. So yeah, it really just kind of did came, come from the song and like using the inspiration for like what the song meant. Wow. To kind of be- yeah, that's such a good like. I don't know, just like pulling those layers apart and then yeah. kind of reassembling them. Yeah. Like with 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 the with the visuals that you kind of put together for I don't know. I, I just think it's so cool how like the the halves of the movie are so stark. It's almost like uh um it just you just feel that as a as an audience member, like just a full redirection. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it I don't know, I just think it's so well done in this too. And so like what were um, I, I want to ask about like the production design and everything, uh-huh. but like well, you know, what were some of the musicals that were like direct inspirations for this also? Sure, yeah, and uh, one thing I realized I wanted to add about the song um, mm-hmm. and also when it came out is that it became like a gay anthem. Also, when it came right. out, um, it was like during the HIV/AIDS uh, epidemic, and it was kind of it was kind of like uh, taken by this community, and it was the lyrics kind of felt very similar to kind of experiences that the gay community was going through at the time um, where it felt like if they were to be outed or something like that, then it kind of felt like a bomb was going off in their life. Uh Um, So it was kind of like adopted by the LGBTQ plus community during that time, um, which also kind of led into inspiration for like the narrative and like why it kind of made sense for this story to use this song specifically. Yeah, that was just something I remember that I wanted to add. Um, But on to... Your question, mm-hmm. production design, um, and and then just like mu- just musicals that yeah, what what really fed into this? Um, um, yeah, so uh, I, it all kind of came from like I had just rewatched La La Land, um, sure, okay, and then I was just kind of like in I, I just love that movie, so I was just kind yeah. of like within that mood, and I've always loved musicals, but that was kind of just like after seeing that again, then I was kind of within like that realm of like wanting to do something mm-hmm. uh, within the musical uh, sphere, and I had also worked with dance before in a previous film I did, oh, okay. um, but it was very much anchored in the narrative um it wasn't like a musical number it was like the dancing was because the people were dancers but i was still working with like a choreographer and creating dance numbers and stuff so that was cool and i already had that inspiration background yeah background so yeah so i definitely wanted to do that and then uh from la la land and then i i had just watched the brels of cherbourg as well um at the time so that also kind of served as an inspiration for the color palette Mm -hmm. um and kind of like creating the interior like world of uh this kind of like house that they live in yeah. um, when they're like dancing together um the couple so that was kind of like the inspiration for that and then the stuff on film like the other world i'm trying mm-hmm. to even remember like kind of like 
inspirations for that. Uh, I don't even know. It was just kind of like, I, I don't even know where the idea kind of came from. I think it did just come from wanting to do this stark contrast and knowing what the setup yeah. was. And then it was kind of just like, okay, what's this like simple story that I can tell that kind of, uh, I don't know, is a bit mysterious. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of like where that came from. Um, I think I lost track of what the original question no was. No worries, no worries, okay. yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that you had done other like dance films before. So I'm uh, curious, like, what what did you learn from, like, or what what were you able to like bring forward, or if there was anything to to working on this one in terms of like you know working with a choreographer or just mm-hmm. directing dance in general? Like, yeah. what 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 informed your approach to this one, to this project that maybe was different the last time you directed something with dance in it? Yeah, they were they were pretty different. Not, not like two different. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest things was just like, I'm really glad that I had worked with the choreographer before. Cool. Um, okay. Yeah. And had just collaborated. Uh, the first film that I did, um, my choreographer's name was Celine. And when we collaborated creating like those dances, um, it was kind of like it, 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 they were in very intentional for like within like this story, but it's not like it, they were kind of like different approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was uh, all in all just like working with the choreographer to get across your intention with the dance and kind of like it, it like I feel like you can work with a choreographer and then just like do a dance that could just feel like it's just like you're just watching a cool dance and yeah yeah it's like okay that's cool um but then like kind of like getting more into like the characters and the intentions behind each dance uh that was really unique to work with a choreographer in like a film aspect because the choreographer I worked with on my first film, she had never done anything for film before. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like her first intro to like choreographing for a film. Yeah. So it was kind of like, we were kind of like feeling it out together um, yeah. and it ended up working out great. For these games we played, the choreographer I had, his name was Daniel. Um, and he had done uh, movies before, but he was also a choreographer and he also acted. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like had, he knew kind of like a little bit more like the language. Yeah, and he like kind of knew oh, when yeah. I was like going like for that film, especially like kind of in uh, within the dance and these games we play. The second half when they come back, uh, when he comes back into like the world and she kind of grabs yeah. him, like that dance was very much intentional and trying to like block it out as if he's like kind of trying to escape and she's kind of pulling him back. Like we were, we were very much working with like what the intentions are within like the characters at this point to kind of like create this dance that was telling a story at the same time. Right. Um, and I feel like I wouldn't have gotten to that level of like thinking that far ahead with dance if it hadn't been for me working previously yeah. with dance on film. Um, and just like knowing like ways to shoot it, like it was just like being familiar with like how it goes on set, like shooting a dance number and like things like that. Yeah. And, uh, so I feel like all that kind of helped for doing cool. this this time yeah yeah right on so i guess just um logistically i'm, I'm just curious about like the the stuff that's shot in public mm-hmm. um in this is in new york right yeah. yeah so um someone who just to folks that you know maybe aren't used to shooting like in larger cities or anything i'm just curious like what the experience was you know there's a lot of subway stuff and um just you know how was how was that process were you were you used to doing that already or yeah like how, how was all this shooting all this stuff in public that all the public stuff was like probably the easiest stuff that we shot really um nice it was also just because it was like we shot the whole film in two days um Ooh, wow yeah so it was like one day we shot all like the film stuff in that one house um and then the other day it was all like the uh, uh sorry the one day the digital stuff and then the other day it was all film stuff mm-hmm. which was basically just all in one apartment 
and then all the stuff that like i mean i guess the bulk of the uh film part of the of the project is him traveling across new york yeah which did actually take us like not that long because it was very much just like run and gun mm-hmm. we were shooting that at like 2 a.m oh okay. um, or we like started <laughs> we like left uh, the apartment that we were shooting in to go to the exteriors mm-hmm. at like 11 and we were wrapping by like three or something. Yeah. So, and it was very skeleton crew. Was that um, strategic so that there'd be less people around or yeah. was that out of necessity? Like this is just when we have to shoot it. <laughs> we wanted, we wanted there to be less people around. Okay. Um, and it, I think it was like a Saturday night. Um, sure. so we knew that we wanted to try to find, you know, yeah, times when there wouldn't be too many people around. We wanted yeah. it to feel like a quiet night. So and, that, and he's isolated and yeah, yeah it kind of all exactly yeah. adds to that yeah yeah so but uh, I mean shooting in public uh, it really just depends on like the scale that you're doing it at right uh, I yeah I have shot in like public in New York before and yeah it, we didn't get permits for anything like this it was nice. just you as long as you don't have like there's like certain rules in New York like if you don't have a tripod on the ground or like right, cer- right. one like a certain light like we had like one light with us we had like a few crew members but you know we weren't doing sound it was just like because we were just shooting on film. Mm-hmm. We had, like, sound designed all of that. Um, so, yeah, it was actually... That was probably, like, the simplest thing. And it was very much, like, running from one place, like, get the shot. And we were shooting on film, so it's, like, we couldn't do, like... Right. Do multiple takes of things. It was just kind of, like, all right, let's get this one shot of him walking yeah. down the street. <laughs> like, so most of the stuff is kind of, like, the only shot that we got. Right. Or, like, one of two that we had gotten. But, yeah, it was really just, like, picking the time that I knew it would be sparse... Uh, you know, making sure that your equipment is not going to get you in trouble by yeah. anyone. But yeah, it was really just kind of running and gunning it. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I'm uh, also just like the process of working with the lead in this um, mm-hmm. and him having to really like walk that line between, you know, like, you know, happiness, contentment, dancing, fun time in the beginning. And then like w- when he leaves and then also comes back, there's like this 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 guilt that starts to set in right and mm-hmm. it's just like i know that i'm not being totally upfront here and so like there's so much i feel like there's so much set in his performance without dialogue yeah and i'm so i'm curious your how was directing him for all of that mm-hmm. and like you know and, and just working with him to to find that that performance throughout the whole the whole piece yeah uh the actor's named deandre mm-hmm. um he was really great to work with um yeah, I feel like the approach that I took, and it's interesting, like, uh, a lot of our, because there is no, like, dialogue, so, like, yeah. the rehearsals that we would do, it was dance rehearsals, basically, and there was, like, one day that I got to sit down with the actors and kind of just go through the script beat by beat, right. um, and just, like, kind of go through, you know, what what the true intentions of these characters are and what they're, like, feeling on the inside, you know, like, going through all that stuff that you would go through with actors when you're preparing for a shoot. Mm-hmm. Um it really just kind of happened like the week of just because most of our rehearsal was dancing so but what i uh, found out which i just kind of took away from uh previous projects i did and like my previous uh thesis film that i did at nyu which was the dance film that i had done mm-hmm. what i learned from that which was a very much like a narrative and there's a lot of dialogue um which i kind of have taken away now to other projects that i do is Doing, I feel like I heard someone say this this weekend also in a panel, <laughs> but doing like a lot of, or just like kind of really going in depth, like beforehand mm-hmm. with the actors of like what you're going for and like, you know, then having them be receptive and like having them take with, take with them, like what you just told them and them kind of like creating uh, the character for themselves and working right. with it on their own for the 
previous film I did, I did a lot of rehearsals and just like that, that was very dialogue centric. So I really wanted to like get the dialogue good. But basically what I took away from each uh, is that you give all the information prior, kind of like let it ruminate. Yeah. And then when you're on set, you just kind of give like subtle direction Hmm. to kind of like get it sort of in like the right way that you want it. But it's like, you should kind of hopefully if you like have good actors and if I feel like if you did a good job previously, like kind of like directing them in rehearsal, then when you show up on set and what you're trying to get is not that far off than then ultimately what you're like, I mean, sometimes it can be, you still have to work on set to get it. But I feel like, uh, it is, it can be the case where when you're guiding them on set, it is just kind of like little pushes in like mm-hmm. the direction to get them to show like the face that you want at a certain point. Um, but it was really just kind of like doing, having him kind of like work with it and yeah, just like kind of, subtle notes here and there on the set but yeah. he knew like like every beat that I was going for and like what I wanted the character to kind of like be going through and he took that and just yeah. kind of worked with it on his own and then That's came great. to set and brought it um, yeah so. I, I mean I just like that approach of like telling them beforehand and letting them really like let it sit with them yeah. rather than having to do do it like all in a hurry on set or something you know just because shoot days are are chaotic can be so chaotic exactly yeah and that's... so having that prep that that time before uh before before just being in shooting mode for them to sit with it the same way that you have sat with it as the as exactly the director yeah. yeah we may we maybe have talked about this a little bit but i'm curious like what you are looking for audiences to kind of take away from from the this film and mm-hmm. specifically kind of just the way that it's the way that it's balanced out because I I think it's really it's really interesting in that it's got almost like two different audiences that could mm-hmm. really latch onto it like I could see someone sitting down and watching the first half and just being like I love this I love yeah. I, 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 this this is such a vibe and then you know pe- people that the the really like the big emotional kind of message about. Um, you know, be, just being who you are and, mm-hmm. and and loving who you love and everything like that. I feel like there's people that that could also just really, really resonate with. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just curious, like, um, how has audience response been? Like, mm-hmm. have you um, and like, just what do you hope is like the big takeaway for folks? Yeah. After, after watching this. Yeah, I think that um, the big takeaway I would hope that people kind of like see in it um, is. And I feel like, I, so, like, this character and, like, this story is, like, rooted within, like, the differences in, like, sexuality. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But even just beyond that, just, like, the idea that uh, you are living a life that isn't, uh, that may feel, uh, or it's kind of, it's, if you're living a life that's, like, it's easier to kind of, like, live in a life that you're not as happy with, oh, as sure. opposed to, like, taking the steps to, like, face reality and, like, deal with, like, things that are uncomfortable and kind of like live your true self. Yeah. And that like, uh, you know, I can see that being with uh, someone that's in a job that they don't like. And it's very hard to like, if you're within like a very steady place to Mm -hmm. then like shift from that and leave. Or if like even like marriage sometimes, like if people are in in, in a marriage that they're not happy with, like taking the initiative to go forward and move to more of who you are or like what you want with your life. Uh, Just like the idea of this like, reality that we kind of project and that, I mean that even goes to like social media like people just project a reality on social media that maybe isn't in line with what the reality that they actually live and it's yeah. kind of just like 
pretending to be something that you're not and kind of like the consequences that could eventually come of trying to maybe balance two lives at once or like not living your truest self um, and how that can hurt people around you. So it's, so I feel like that is, I hope is kind of like, I feel like something that all of us can sort of relate to in Mm -hmm. some aspect. So that was, it's kind of just like, I hope that people see it and kind of like can relate in that way of like, and you know, even if it's not like, you know, right after you see it and like, that's immediately what you're thinking, but it's like, you know, what, with things like this, hopefully it's like it ruminates and people kind of like think about it afterwards and then kind of like come to the true sense of what it is about and how it could potentially relate to their lives. Yeah. Um, Well, and that's so, that's such a, it's such a kind of bizarre human thing like that's a human condition thing yeah of where like we it's like the, the scale is the scale like true true comfort or like this this like well everything's pretty good yeah but i don't want to take the chance for exactly something bigger or something yeah and what i tried to do with um janelle who's uh plays the girlfriend in it too mm-hmm. um is kind of have it for her as well, especially like in the back half of the film where she kind of like after she realizes that she's that he's cheating on her, she still wants him because it's more comfortable for her to kind of like pretend that nothing like that happened and mm-hmm. stay within this like relationship. And for him in the end, uh, when she kind of like goes back to him and then he kind of ends up staying with her, it's him kind of falling back into where it's more comfortable to keep things as they were as opposed yeah. to trying for something new. Um, so just that idea uh, of, you know, just that we shouldn't uh, fall into that and that if there is something, you know, it, it could take time, uh, but if there is something that we really want or a certain life we want to live, we should go after it. And, like, yeah. you know, not just stay in complacency because, you know, we're not here for very long. Yeah, so. I love that. Um, <laughs> that's a great, that's actually a great segue too into what what are you going after next? <laughs> what, are, what do you got working that people can look forward to coming soon? Sure. Uh, so I've kind of been really focusing a lot on uh, a feature script that I've been writing. Cool. Um, I'm a few drafts into it. Um, really excited for it. Hopefully can make it in the next few years, you know, but it can, you know, I, I have no idea where it'll go. But, <laughs> you know, that, that's like something I'm going to try as hard as I can to push for. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like in the works, I guess. And in the shorter term, I want to make a short sort of like a proof of concept of the feature. The feature's a psychological thriller, so I want to make mm-hmm. like sort of a psychological thriller short that kind of is in similar vein of uh, what the feature's about, but not necessarily pulling a scene from it, just yeah. like kind of something spiritually connected the to vibes, it. yeah. So I want to do that. That's like kind of on the uh, list for this year to kind of get that short done all in the while of continuing to push for this feature. Nice. So, yeah. That's great. Big things. Um, yeah, where can people go online to like keep up to date on on that stuff and yeah. and, and your work and you know where where can people follow you? Um, so my website is mikeklubeck.com, which is uh, I assume my name is in the podcast title, so <laughs> just that spelling <laughs> mikeklubeck.com, and then my Instagram is uh, m.klubeck. Great, just and that, yeah, that's basically and then all the like all my other links you can find from there to all my like, Vimeo and whatever all that stuff is from there. Excellent. 
Well, I hope everybody go keep an eye out for this feature that's coming soon, <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna happen. Hopefully, put the, put the energy out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks so much for um, taking some time out of the festival to come and, and talk more about this. It was so, it was a, I, lo- I loved it. It was like you know experimentals. Um, I'm not complaining about it, but we get a lot of really deep dark stuff, <laughs> and this one was a little less of that. <laughs> and so it was um, it was a pleasure a pleasure to screen it, and um, I'm glad. You trusted us to have it here in the festival. This oh, year. thank you so much! Yeah. I'm super happy that it's here. I'm having a great time. So yeah, it's awesome. Right on. And well, everybody, thanks for listening. For more information on Nifty 2022 or upcoming events, the talented youth, and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter at nfty or on Instagram and TikTok at Nifty Film. And for more podcasts from Partyfish Media, search Partyfish Media wherever you listen to podcasts or check out our website at partyfish.media. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.